This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. To infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds! Today, this corner of the Nerdverse is for all you MCU nerds out there. I'm Joanna. I'd shit myself, but I'd be thrilled. Krupnik. And I'm Brian. I squished it. Plopsky. And I'm so happy you could avoid the legends of the Hidden Temple Guards to be here today. (laughs) Because today in the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian... We're pressing play on our Tomb Buster VHS and giving you our immediate thoughts on episode four of Moon Knight, The Tomb. But first, as we start every episode, this is your spoiler alert alert. I repeat, this is your spoiler alert alert. We are going to spoil this wild episode of Moon Knight. We may talk about other things in the MCU, but we're definitely going to be spoiling Moon Knight up until this point. This is your spoiler alert alert. Oh, my goodness. Passport, please? Yeah, sure. We are heading into the MCU, the Marvel sector of the Nerdverse. So here are my eight arc reactors in my Marvel MCU passport. All right. Here are my seven, measly seven, the most magical number, um, arc reactors in my passport. Fantastic. Wow. Well, first, first, before we even get into Moon Knight, we got the Thor Love and Thunder trailer this oh, week. Oh, my gosh. The teaser, let to be clear. Yeah, but, sorry. You sorry, know, sorry. it's something. I'd like to apologize <laughs> for mis, uh, a formal misrepresenting. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Don't don't get it twisted because that is yeah. a, a different thing. Um, yeah. What do you think? Um, I, I'm happy with anything that I see. It it like it's. Taika Waititi's up to his old stuff, and it looks funny, and it looks like a beautiful homage and, uh, you know, roasting of the 1980s. Uh, I'm super excited for it, and, uh, you know, a lot of – that trailer showed everything and nothing. It kind of just set us up. It was just giving us vibes. Like, it was setting up our vibes. Yeah. Totally, like no um, Christian Bale. There also seemed to be a lot of things missing from shots. Um, oh, I didn't pick that up. There's that one shot of like Thor and Korg standing together, but it's the, the frame of that scene is not on them in the middle. It feels like there's something missing to the left of them when watching it. Um, that's one. Uh, so I that got I that that was, I don't recognize that as like a shot remake of, jason aaron's run there's a splash page that looks like just like that interesting so that was to me cool but i there i'm sure you're right there could be something there no you never know um i think i'm guessing the gore stuff is well okay teaser we're getting now um that is just a little taste they had to do something but I'm really thinking the trailer comes after we see multiverse because sure. of the order in which things were supposed to be released and what hinges on what. I just think that we can't – I mean, okay, the CGI might not be ready either. But, like, I just Fair. don't think um, – I think there's just a lot of reasons that they can't get real into it until something's – you know, we've seen something. So I'm guessing that mm-hmm. that's why they're going to give us this, which is – Totally great. And yeah, it's, I mean, it's so fun. I'm just, I can't, I'm so grateful that Hemsworth, you know, stood up and said, I want, I don't like how I'm being, I don't like playing Thor this way. Like I want to re I want to redo. I'm so glad that we got Ragnarok. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's so awesome. It's unleashed just the coolest thing ever. Yeah, and also casting wise, Marvel's very lucky that they were that they accidentally hired someone who is also wildly funny, um, yeah. and they could pair him up with the director who kind of like meshes with him. One, and then something else I'll say about the trailer that was interesting is you know we do get a a, a glimpse of Olympus and uh, yeah the, uh, and Zeus, um, and I'm super excited for that stuff because. You have Gore, uh, the God Butcher, in there. Um, that you know that'll probably be a piece of that. But also, you have the the gods and Gore 
um, you know, juxtaposed against the fact that like he doesn't want to uh, that that Thor doesn't want to fight anymore. He just he, that's not who he wants to be anymore. He doesn't want to be that warrior. But here he is potentially coming up against somebody who is all about that. Mm. Um, and so I think that'll be interesting um, foil for one another in terms of the villain of this movie. Yeah, a lot of gods. I mean, gods, um, Greek and Egyptian. And yeah, exactly. Celestial. It's just like a lot of this. Can they exist yeah. in the same universe? I just don't know. Um, really interesting. It. That's how the whole long? Trailer. That's oh, well, the whole we did was, see. We did see the. Um, <laughs> we did. I know. We did see the cute um, when he's running through the forest. Uh, yes. He was in his OG. I love Costume. that when he's like I a love, teenager. Yeah. You know, that, yeah, I love the idea that like in his, in like the eighties on Asgard, they were all just wearing their OG like <laughs> <Yeah>. costumes. <Totally. laughs> Everyone around was just wearing them. Um, and I, Natalie Portman looks incredible. Um, I'm just so excited for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited for that. What I'm first of all, I love her. I think she's a wonderful yeah. actress. She should have three Oscars right now. Um, however. I do think that I'm fascinated to see how they do uh, Jane and Thor in this one. Same. Thor being like like Lady Thor, like her as Thor. Um, because I'm wondering if they're going to take from the comic books, or mm-hmm. at least the run where Jane Foster has cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever she transforms into Thor, her cancer gets worse. But she does it because she wants to help people. And I'm wondering if like that's something that they'll do if they'll go that deep or if if they'll do something else. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I do not care what they do. I'm fascinated to see how they do it. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Or maybe they'll say when she's Thor, it stops it or it makes it better, and so she has to stay or something. <laughs> if yeah. they even do that. If they even do that, it would be a lot to unpack that with having not seen her in a while. But. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought it was really cool. How long do you think Russell Crowe will be in this film? <laughs> not long. I do Screen not, time, I, 10 minutes or less. I think Russell Crowe as Zeus is uh, the amount that we saw Matt Damon in, yes. in, uh, in Matt the Matt Damon like, wanted to be in it. One. They're like buds. Like He wanted to be there. He wanted to just, I think, he was like happy to be a cameo. I wonder if Russell Crowe's like, fine. Or if he's like, please put me in it. I'm sure he had a great time on set for that one or two days that he yeah, was there. Yeah, well, they are, he's he's Aussie, so they're all yeah. down there hanging out. Yeah, they're all um, down. Well, don't 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 say that to someone from down there. I won't. Or in summer New Zealand, so it's not even the same. But <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm really excited, and um, I just the needle drop was great. It, I yeah, I'm super pumped. I'm, I, I'm trying not to rush time. I'm I'm really excited for multiverse, but. That'll be a, such a fun time for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, two very di- – well, sorry, one more thing. No, yeah. What I love about this, and this is just a really fun thing and kind of leads us into our next conversation, is like we're getting a Sam Raimi movie followed by a Taika Waititi movie in the same like universe. What yeah. a wild, amazing thing that we're getting. You it's, know what I mean? Yeah. I mean this is like – these are the blockbusters of – like our era right now it's just this this culture uh, you know for better or for worse it's what's getting people in the theaters all these great actors and directors and creative minds are doing star wars and marvel and it's just wild mm. um to see what this is not this was not the world like 20 years ago yeah. 30 years ago um just ugh, just a wild ride um and on that note, this episode, okay, so I should say right off. So the, and I said this on the Twitch stream last night, if anyone was listening, but they gave the screeners for four episodes mm-hmm. and they usually would do three. And I'm guessing, I guessed this last night, but I was like, there must be a reason that they pushed it to four to get to <laughs> something. Cause they didn't want to leave it at three. Cause I was kind of, um, right. Sure. So. Now I think it's safe to say we know why. <laughs> yeah, but also something that we should totally point out is that the fourth episode of every single Marvel TV show has been wackadoo wild. Really? Go on. Yes. 
Okay, sure. So I'm bringing this up. I I, I looked it up. Give me one moment. Well, why of don't course. you vamp for a um, moment? Yeah. No. So I think we should probably address the ma- like the massive twist uh, up front if you want, or we can go through the episode beat by beat until we get there. No, let's let's talk about the end. Um, I, I'm okay with that. I'm sh- I'm assuming you did research on what it meant. Um. Yes. Well, I did research, but also I knew because I have done. A, I've read a some Moon Knight comics, but I, I, um, I have thoughts. There are, it's really unclear, but there are definitely things in the comics, which again, it's not a spoiler guys, because it's in a comic and they take things at Liberty from those. They merge them all together. They take bits and pieces of everything. So we don't actually know, but, um, I have some theories and I have some desires. So that's what I have. But so, okay. I was thinking about this because I have to say, and this leads into the episode things you're going to pull up, but there are very few times. So I watch this show like first thing in the morning because I cannot stand the risk of okay. being spoiled. I have this that luxury. I'm, I have my own business. So I just wake up in the morning. I just have my coffee and I watch it once and take notes. And then I can marinate in it for a while and probably watch it again. But when I so no one's with me when I'm watching this it's just me but there have been only a few times in my life that I can think of recently where I've actually like sat forward on my couch and widened my eyeballs and looked at the screen like what is happening when there's no one with me to do it like to see me do it or to do it with me it's not performative like I was by myself like sitting up what wait Mm. what and this was one of those times. I was like, what is happening? Mm. Um, I don't know if you had that response, but that's that was my response. You're you're pulling up stuff. So what have you found? Okay. So episode four of WandaVision was we interrupt this program. Um, that was the episode at, that was when Monica, when we find out what's actually happening. Great. Okay, so some okay. answers. Yes. Episode four, the oh. whole world is watching. Uh, of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I oh, believe. Oh yeah, that was the episode where he, yeah, he bashes with he the, bashes the his brain shield. Yep. Episode four of uh, Loki was the Nexus event, uh, which is when they finally meet the three, I believe, and uh, uh, and like their robot heads. Ah, uh, okay. So it's after the kiss. That's not the. It's the episode after they make. Yeah, the Nexus it's event. it's okay. not the. Yeah, and then um. Got it. That was a great. Uh, one. And then uh, episode four of What If is the Doctor Strange episode, I believe. Best one in my opinion. Uh, and then episode four of Hawkeye is Partners Am I Right, and that's the Yelena reveal at the end. Man. And then episode four of Moon Knight is this bad boy. That is crazy. I mean, it makes sense because if anything, Marvel love them, but they have the finale issue. They don't, they always have some kick-ass stuff in the middle, especially mm-hmm. around now, and which you've now proven to be true. And they even have really great penultimates. Um, oh, yeah, big so time. So it's the finale that we have to run the risk. But yeah, so so I'm, I'm a, so you like this episode? Yeah, you know what? I loved this episode before we got the weird twist or whatever we're calling it at the end. Yeah. This episode had like zombie keepers and mummifiers. This episode had full Indiana Jones vibes. This episode was funny. This episode was emotional. I was vi- this episode had rules and history and we got things revealed about the characters and I'm very into everything that happened. And then you have the twist which I was expecting because I realized that I had seen production photos of him all in white. And I didn't, I didn't know it at the time, but it was like kind of in the back of my head. Um, So I knew something like this was coming. Um, But I I wouldn't even say it was, I mean, it wasn't spoiled because I wasn't thinking about it. Um, But uh, yeah, I really love the first half of this. I love that it started to answer questions, but not fully that we, you and I had asked. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, uh, For instance, um, you know, uh, what happened to her father? How did he become, uh, you know, Khonshu's avatar? And all of that is connected. Yes. Um, who was his, uh, who was his other mercenary that killed everybody? Like, I'm interested if, if that matters. I'm interested I mean, in all we, of that. I mean, we definitely, the scarab, the scarlet scarab was confirmed in this. 
this that that's what they're doing as they're that the he mentions the fuchsia the scarf scarf yeah so that and then it's on the bandages and the at the end so yeah that was pretty much confirmed so she is like a the sort of um recontextualization of of marlene from the comics um but it was horror the horror brian there was horror (laughs) in this episode finally we're getting this horror that they keep talking about sure um it was scary and yeah, pieces of it were very scary. Yeah, that like whole sequence, real scary movie jumps like grabbing yeah. her. Yeah, like the the sequence of the uh, of the sequence of the first time they see like the mummy zombie when he's mummifying the the guy that he picked up uh, and she's hiding around the altar, and then the second scene where she's where she's scaling the walls. Yeah, the Heka, the Heka priest. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. Really, really good. Well filmed. Very exciting. I I totally dug this episode, and you know, obviously the performances are great. We get a little emotional when we're talking about not only what happened to her uh, and her father, but also um, Stephen revealing a little bit more about uh, Mark to her. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm just like. And then the, of course, at the end, and I'll tell you, when we get to it, this episode reminded me of a play I once saw um, that huh. I can will never, ever stop thinking about. Um, but, uh, yeah, I loved it. I'm super excited for the last two episodes. Um, I, <laughs> the seeing him together with Steve, him. Well, Stephen Stephen and Mark Speck together were great. I'm we'll talk. I'm assuming that the sarcophagus that we're shaking at the end is the th- third personality that we hasn't been revealed to us yet. Probably. Um, the 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 hippo goddess. We'll talk about her. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I this was my favorite episode so far. Before we even get to the wacky last third of this episode, yeah. This episode was already my favorite. The Alexander the Great stuff was yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, I love Egyptian. I love Egyptian history. Me too. So this Me was too. all just really cool. Um, yeah. There were a few things in the beginning where <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, I can, I can, I can um, accept that uh, she can shoot the arrow at the dragon in Shang-Chi. I can accept that Kate can quarter flip after like some margaritas with Clint. There are things I can accept in the MCU, but like two things. One, um, she fell down that hole, Brian, she fell down that hole and with the Hekka and she's coming up from the hole again. I'm happy. I I think what you're saying is what what the Hekka. Yeah. What the Hekka, Brian, what the Hekka also, I mean, remind me when you and I go to the to raid some tombs in the future. Yeah, bring sure. us bring a solar flare because how many uses mm-hmm. did I not realize for a solar flare? Okay, so I have a couple things to say about <laughs> and that. And also, when you're running to away from people coming after you on a sandy dune, there are there is one truck. Like, why do you run and put yourself in the truck? Okay, so that's my <laughs> gripe with this. I do not believe for one second that they would not search in that truck. No, it was, so, and they're like, "Oh, I guess no one's in there." I saw. I yeah. swear, I saw someone running toward the, it. The only thing that I will buy as an excuse is that they got distracted because they found Mark lying there. That's the only yeah, okay, excuse. That's fair. But like, also, actually, and then when she falls down and like pulls herself back up from the pit, yeah, I literally thought to myself, "Listen." If I accept it with Indiana Jones, I'm I'm 100 percent gonna accept it with her. I know, and there was a I mean, there's we've had a lot of movies where we're very grateful totally. that they even held on, but it was just pretty pretty funny. Um, yeah. No, this was this was just really up my street in terms of the kind of adventure stories that sure. I like. Um, I thought I mean their chemistry is really good. Yeah, um, I As, you know it does, and it doesn't matter who Oscar Isaac is playing. Like there, there's yeah. the chemistry is the acting in this, especially from those two actors plus, and then kind of three characters, I guess is just like, it's 
you really feel the difference in relationships based on who Oscar Isaac is playing. It's really totally. remarkable. It really is. And it, it makes just for really compelling storytelling when you have to sort of take some, um, you know, sus- you have to have sort of suspension of disbelief, like in, while you're, mm-hmm. while you're watching your, it just, it sort of just it makes you hang on, even if it's like kind of murky. Um, yeah, I thought this was great. You know, she's, she's so respectful of his alters. You know, she, she has that line, you smell like him. And of course he smells like him. It is him, but it just shows how she forgets. Like she's so, um, commit. They're so committed as different people in her, in her mind and and how she interacts Mm. with them, treating them as different people that she, or different personalities to a person that she has to remind herself. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Of course, because it's you. So, I'm just, I just am loving watching that. Um, yeah. We finally get a little kiss kiss. And I have to tell you, oh. I think that's like the most sexual tension I've seen in the MCU. And we yeah. got a sex scene in Eternals. And yeah, it was I, the least sexual scene that we've got in the MCU. That's so funny. And it was really capped off by Mark punching himself Hysterical. in the face. That yeah. really got me. Um, that really got me. A couple of, so if you don't mind, I'd love to talk about the, um, the the history and rules in this please so the floor is, they, the floor is yours the massive <laughs> hole i mean thank you thank you um so they find amit's tomb because uh, uh they were helped by the egyptian god who basically told them like kind of where to look then they found it through the the stars um and all of that so that's the first thing um but arthur and his crew found it based on like the gods the 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 god that's working with them telling it where she is i'm assuming and the scarab oh the scarab right duh right because he was holding the scarab and the scarab Uh so you you have all of that um and so they get there and then they figure out that it's a maze in the shape of the eye um and they figure out that like the tongue area is Amet. So they that's the path that they follow through all those mazes. Mm-hmm. And they realize that the final or, or one of the avatars of Amet was Alexander the Great. Yes. And his missing tomb is actually there. Um, and he and the, the the statue inside of him was actually the burial place uh, where where Ahmet was um, banished to, instead of like on that wall that we see at the beginning. Yes, correct. I got that yes. right. Yes, and he because Alexander the Great, what you know, was in a sarcophagus. Um, in terms of what we know of him in real life, mm-hmm. um, and like many historical figures. He he has a Marvel counterpart, I think. Like he's in the comics, he's he's sort of in flashbacks in some other weird storylines, but he exists actually, I think, in some Marvel comics. And as we all know, he was played by one of our great actors, Colin Farrell. Oh my god, it always comes back to Colin Farrell with you. <laughs> yeah, Brian, he was played by Colin Farrell. Um <laughs> so yeah, that that is correct. The uh, uh what is the word? The um the uh, I'm drawing a blank on the word, but yes, that that's the thing that was in his mouth where Stephen pulled it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yes. Very very cool. Even seeing the Heka, the priests was cool. All of the, uh, um, the jars being filled. Mm. Yes. They um, God, that chittering was so scary. Just yeah, gnawing the body. Chittering in itself is always a scary word when I see that in subtitles. I don't think it says chittering, but I decided it was chittering. Whenever I see chittering in a horror movie, I'm always very scared. <laughs> um, chittering. Uh, yeah, so that was that was awesome. Um, we finally know what happened to sort of bring Mark and her together, which is not ideal. Yeah, so l- tell me if I'm understanding this correctly. 
she finds out, so her father was murdered. Mercenaries killed her father on an expedition. We do not know what that expedition was. Um, potentially looking for, I mean, he was trying to find this tomb as well. Um, and so they were all murdered. And it turns out that the mercenaries that were there that ended up killing him and his crew were the one where mercenaries where Mark Spector was one of them. Um, however, Mark did not kill everybody. One of his his partner on that killed everybody because he got greedy for whatever treasures they were digging up or whatever the case yeah. may be. Um, and then Mark actually met her. Be you know, kind of, he probably went to tell her what happened, and then you know, very similarly to what Bucky does in uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier with the um, the father of the man mm. that he killed, uh, you know, kind of started a relationship almost out of guilt, but you know, it turned into something more. Yeah. Uh, am I did I understand that correctly? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm not sure when you know what the mission was, but it just I think it's just that on the night that he also almost died that was resurrected. He had tried, at least we know he had tried to save her father, but yes, yeah. there was, it was bloody. And, um, I think in the comics, I think his, his like partner is Bushman, but, um, he's not a good guy. And yeah, that's what happened. But the reason they met is that he had a guilty conscience, which of course I'm not, I'm not going to buy that. He still feels that like he's totally in love with her, but yeah, it is yeah. the, well, the terribly still- unfortunate situation in which they met. So do you think that he maybe he was shot and killed protecting her father and then was resurrected by Khonshu? Like, do you think that was a little bit more tied together or who knows? Yeah, I mean, maybe he showed he showed some sort of aptitude or skill um, that night in the right place. And Khonshu recognized something that he wanted. I mean, they were assuming they're they're among like really ancient magical stuff, but I'm assuming that Kanchu selected him for a reason, just like mm. he selected Harrow. So I think we're made, I think we're meant to believe that there's something special about Mark. Um, sure. But that that is what I'm taking from this. But that's about mm. the extent of what I know. Um, I do also think that there's something interesting about the Eye of Horus. As a symbol, you know, it's protection in the afterlife. It's like the eye of the mind. And I wonder if that's sort of, again, playing into this whole theme, uh, the mind and the afterlife and protection and a place in your mind (laughs) that it's a maze, but there's logic to Mm -hmm. it. And I think that's all playing into what happens, but also the general theme. So I thought that was a really good use of, um, what, what do we call, um, hieroglyphics? Is it a hieroglyphic or is it a cryptology? I mean, I guess, I guess cryptology is like hieroglyphics are like part of cryptology. Yes. Right? Okay. That sounds right. But what, yeah. what's the language that he, that he's like, you, you can read this when they're in her apartment at the beginning. I do not I remember. Okay. I don't remember either. Sorry guys. Um, Anyway, so yeah, the belaying thing was very funny. Um, this yeah. scene when he's in the tent and he's like, "If I need, <laughs> if I need a, rest, a recipe for a protein shake or something, I'll call you." <laughs> That's crazy. Killing it. He's so funny. I know. Um. So yeah, and then of course he finally is honest with Layla, which is lovely that Stephen yes. can be honest about Especially the whole reason when behind he all did this. It. Yes. It. It mattered which i i know steven picked up on as well um yeah so i also want to say about the heka priests i -hmm. think that there is some mm, there is they're in other various storylines and some comics and they i think do like practice or use chaos magic um i don't know if that is of note i mean it's definitely of note but i don't know if it's gonna mm-hmm. actually come like they're not gonna be like turning into yeah, Wanda's. We'll but i just thought that was interesting just a kind of full circle thing um what did you think yeah. of the conversation between arthur and uh layla like over the pit yeah i mean um i felt like it was more a device to for us to know just to have these answers answered 
because they're not going to come from Stephen or Mark because Stephen doesn't know and Mark won't be honest with her mm-hmm. as we saw in the last episode. So um, I certainly thought it was powerful to hear it from him and then to see her confront Mark about it afterward. Um, but, you know, it wasn't great. I mean, Arthur is incredibly manipulative. He's he's mm-hmm. he's a really compelling villain if he is a villain. I mean, I still don't I mean, he's definitely a villain. He's like killing people. But there is he really thinks he's got this all figured out. So, mm. I don't know, what did you think? Um yeah, I I'm still a little on the fence about like what we're doing here in a good way, not a bad mm-hmm. way. I like that we're still figuring it out. I thought it was very interesting that he sat down in that scene to relieve the pressure off of his feet. Um, oh, uh, I thought that I'm wondering what he's I'm 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 still wondering what his end game is and 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 how he became Conchu's. Uh, avatar and then and then unavatared by him yeah uh i know i know what his end game is in general is you know he wants to be able to you know purify things if you will um but yeah i i'm i'm still i guess what i'm trying to say is i'm still wondering how he's what is his purpose for playing with them uh other than to like internally distract them which is fine i'm 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 looking forward to learning about all of that um, and we can talk maybe more about that when uh, we talk about his appearance later in the episode. Yeah, I think that's a good question. I haven't even been really kind of tracking like what his motivations are, which is probably bad of uh, wrong of me. But I feel like um, he definitely has to have an end goal. It's it's usually power. So there must be yeah. something about eradicating, but like, Conchu's been eradicated. So in sure. for our for our intents, he's been eradicated now. Uh it's just Mark. Um, we get that great line, like just like you in the silence or whatever. Like it's so like I can, you know. And what's also fascinating, I just I just thought about this. I didn't I didn't I didn't even miss Moon Knight in this episode. No. I totally forgot that he didn't even have the powers, like I absolutely. I mean, until he was shot, I forgot about it. And right, I was like, right, oh, right, right, he right. doesn't have the healing power. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just in general, like, I really, it's kind of like Ultimate Spider-Man. Some of my favorite Ultimate Spider-Man comic books are ones where he doesn't even turn into uh, Spider-Man, where he's just Peter Parker the whole time. Oh like, my gosh. They're just so it's it's Bendis, so it's well written. But I, I mean, this episode was so good. I I didn't even miss Moon Knight. Like, I, I I'm I'm fascinated by the fact that like i just enjoyed this at a fundamental like quote non-superhero level if that makes sense Um, some of my favorite comics comic scenes and moments are the ones where like the avengers are just hanging out playing like softball or having like a pool party like they're not in their their costumes they're like being normal people And they're, you know, and again, I think we also could be in the minority. Like, I'm sure there are a lot of people who are like, where is the superhero element? Mm -hmm. And like, where's the action? And where's the fun? And, or not fun. I'm sure they know it's fun. But I, yeah, I think we could be in the minority. I don't mind it at all. Especially because you don't see his face. Similar to Spider-Man. I mean, Spider-Man, you get in certain certain costumes, you get the eyes moving. But, you know, and there's a lot of vocal inflection. So you can, and you got a lot of body language but like you we're not sure. seeing his face for this so it's a, you're at a huge disadvantage in terms of acting we yeah. you know it's not as interesting to watch him with bright bright eyes and a total mummified face and also the characters and the plotting and the acting it's just so engaging that i don't even need the other stuff and it still feels like a superhero show yeah i i it feels like a superhero show i don't know that it feels like it sort of connects obviously yet but right it definitely but i mean none of this stuff all this stuff lately we've been really pushed into this we were in the old school you know grounded avenger world with with tony stark and captain america and now we're in the mystics and so everything mm-hmm. is just crazy but um but cool and so i think i just you know y- there are times where you're gonna have to um 
just your your align your expectations differently from what we're getting. But we will get some other normal stuff to quote normal. You know, we'll get Thor, which isn't even that normal. Um, right. Just, and you know, we'll eventually get another Captain America and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But yeah, it's really really interesting. I'm just so curious as to why they they pick this one. They pick Moon Knight. Yeah, I, I and I and piggybacking what you said, like. Like it was very clear and obvious in like leading up to Infinity War and Endgame and even up to Ragnarok, like how they were going to bring everything together. They were going to bring everything together through through, you know, the stones and all of that stuff. There is so much going on in the MCU right now that I am just totally at a loss to see how and what they're going to do to bring everything all these together in an avengers type of movie again um yeah because there's you've got people in space you've got you know all this ground stuff you have you know the mainstay characters there's just like a lot there's so many more threads moving around than there were beforehand i'm not saying they can't do it i I, nor am i cynical about it i'm just i'm just fascinated me too. I mean, you can follow the threads for a while. Like we the um the stones leading to with strange and leading to time heist and leading to multiversal crack and the time heist I guess leading is really what led to the multiversal crack mm-hmm. because that led to Loki and Loki led to a nexus event and a nexus event led to them getting to uh, what's it called? And oh well, and, and Wanda. So them getting to Kang and, and then Wanda. So that's following, and then you know into Spider Man, and now what if? Right. And then so it does go, but now similarly to the timeline, it's just branches and yeah, wild stuff. Well, what I'm interested in, and maybe this is what I actually mean. Um, some TV shows are just adding more color to characters like maybe WandaVision. And there's things in there. Other TV shows are really messing with the fabric of everything like Loki. Um, And other TV shows like, like Hawkeye are introducing new characters. And then you have this one that's introducing new characters, but it feels very separate from everything else. Yeah. And and they're introducing it in a TV show. So what I'm wondering now is how they're going to, because what we've known of the Marvel so far is like the TV shows stay as TV shows and the movies stay as movies. Um, but now that is not the case anymore. So I'm wondering how, like what that's what this TV movie crossover is going to look like from the TV side to the movie side, because right. we've seen the movie side become the TV side, if that makes sense. Yes. And this, this brings, this is a tangent, but this brings me to another question, which is like the TV shows are obviously important. I think they're not extra credit. I think they are you. I think they're required reading. Me too. Oh, I but, I, I agree with you there. Yeah, 100%. Especially Loki's like the weird outlier because you. Do, I feel like we're going to like maybe they can explain that in some exposition in a movie. But it's it's really important. Most of the other all of the other shows you can you can see that wanda was grieving for vision in her next movie we will be able to see that the mantle has been passed from hawkeye to kate in the next movie we mm-hmm. will be able to see that the mantle is passed from um from anthony mackie from steve rogers to falcon to anthony mackie you know it's all it's all um there you know, mm-hmm. to, to, to find, but you don't need it. Like nobody, you, they're not making you buy Disney plus. I mean, they are but in a way, <laughs> but like you, you don't technically need this stuff filled in. Cause it is, as you say, coloring and, 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 you know, enriching our understanding of characters. Um, so I'm just, if Moon Knight is what it is, my question, I guess, is like, does this, yeah, is this going to be another one that it's not necessary? And when I say sure. necessary, I think it's all necessary because well, it's I know so what fun. you're saying. I yeah. get it. So I don't know. It, it it's very this what they've done now with the 
the Marvel TV shows on Disney Plus is very interesting because mm-hmm. it times are changing, I think, you know, and and theaters are having harder times getting people to see movies, not really Marvel movies. They're one of the things everyone's going to. But um yeah, I just it's if if this is a big seismic shift in how we're getting this content or if this is going to be um a blip, pardon the pun. I don't know. I'm just really yeah. interested by it. Yeah. I mean, we also have two episodes left, so anything can happen because the end of this episode, lots of hap- things happened. Yes. Um, so I, I'm going to ask you straight uh, – well, yeah, I'll ask you straight up. What, what's happening? <laughs> okay. So, well, first of all, I think that this – I mean, you'll work through this with me. I, the Okay. The first thing that came to my head was, of course, Harry Potter. When we get that lovely chapter in Deathly Hallows where Dumbledore says the chapter is called King's Cross. So it's one of my favorite chapters in all of literature. And Dumbledore says, um, I might misquote this, but he says, of course, it's all happening inside your head, Harry. But why on earth should that mean that it's not real? So with that said, mm-hmm. <laughs> there is a there is a this. OK. First, I also thought of Buffy the Vampire Slayer (laughs) because there is this episode. This is a way throwback. There's an episode called Normal again that was in season six that like it was a bottle episode in the end. And it was basically so that Buffy could be to good value and be grateful for what she had. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was so she did this. They put her in this too, this kind of situation. And it's like, is any of this real? And all these six seasons that we've all watched, like what's happening? So I thought of that. And again, it was just a bottle episode. And then I also did you ever watch um, Legion? <laughs> the X Men. I didn't watch. That's, okay. that's so something a, I did not watch. It's okay. very much. There's like a parallel. Yeah. Um, just I'll just mention that those who have seen it know what I'm talking mm. about. So that. Um, so that I also want to say, uh, and this is not a spoiler again. It's just in the comics, but. Since I know that they're pulling from the Jeff Lemire, Greg Smallwood run, um, there's a sudden shift. It, it, it's sort of a concept that's pulled right from those comics where he is locked up. Mark is locked up in a mental institution and has to find a way out while exploring his own mind. So it's very obvious. First of all, I love – well, fifth of all i loved this because it's like a mini easter egg hunt for those of us who don't Mm. like i don't know all the comics i don't know all the movies so if you've been watching this season you had your own version of what people who read comics get all the time which is like that's the guy from this that's the guy from this that's the thing from this like the goldfish and and the cupcakes and everything was so and you know we can run through all of what was there but that was just really cool like a mini that's a really good point yeah, it was just really fun. And if that yeah. if you enjoyed that, then you then now you know on a bigger scale why comics readers don't get upset when things get changed because again, these there's so many comics. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've only read a few. So, you know, it's all just finding what they pull. Um also a lot of those bingo uh numbers called especially B22, which is I think the crawly uh you know, the metal, uh, the fate the living statue character. That was him. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that's, that's kind of a, a really great episode of Moon Knight, uh, comic Moon Knight. Anyway, I thought that was really cool. And, but it's obviously like, let's just think with our minds here. There, there are things in this hospital that are not real because, well, not really happening. The lights swaying like that. The fact that there are sarc, you know, tombs in like lab rooms. It's very mm-hmm. clear that this is not, if anyone's worried, like, is this, does this mean that none of this show has been real? I don't think that's what they're saying. There is a, there is a blend of things I think that are going on that is real and not real. But I mean, let's just be, I mean, it can't, it's not actually, that, that did not look like a real hospital, right? That looked like right. pieces of a hospital and a conglomeration of bits and pieces of his psyche. But yeah, so that's a lot. And what I'm it's all over the place, but it's all very exciting. Um, in the, in the comics, it is revealed 
that he's put here as a ploy by Conchu to control Mark. And Mark has to battle through his psyche and his environment and his his uh, personalities to to find self acceptance, to be a one, to you know all their superhero powers to get a you know to to sort of work together, and um and sort of get out. So that is what I feel like this is. But I did have to watch it twice. Mm-hmm. to come there because my first thought was like well what the hell like what wait wait what <laughs> like, sure sure how can this you know and it all makes so much sense all the influences and mm-hmm. harrow and what harrow says and then why is he hearing this and also he was shot twice in the chest mm-hmm. like how do you live from that so i just so there, those are those are parts where i'm like i i don't know i don't know Mm-hmm. What I just spoke a lot of nonsense. What are what did you think and take away from this? Have you ever watched Sherlock? No. Oh, the wait on BBC. Yeah. Oh no, but I know it's very good, and I it's on my list for yeah. sure. I love BBC. It felt like this was so they make mention at the in the earlier in this episode, like you can't leave me here, you can't leave me here, which is like when um. When he was, uh, when like, when 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 Stephen was for the first time or the first time he remembers, like, uh, put on the in the in the back seat of the body. Uh-huh. I'm wondering if this is like his mind palace, um, you know, right. like his sunken place. If you've seen Get Out or anything like that, right? Like, I'm because you even had that imagery of him like floating backwards um, into the sunken yeah. place, but. My 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 guess is that like this is his mind palace. Everything that has happened to him, everything that he has been through, like he keeps it here for whatever reason. It's it's designed as kind of like um, a, a psych ward in some ways, and you know the, the sarcophagi are where he keeps his personalities and and I think because his body, what I think is happening is because his body is shutting down, his mind is trying to protect itself. So it like yeah. immediately snatches all It's like all the line the of uh, the last line of defense or something. Yeah, totally. Um that's what I think is happening because at the end of the episode when we see the hippopotamus god Tarawa, yeah. Yeah. Uh she is the goddess of rebirth and resurrection and birth and all of that stuff. So, you know, I'm I'm wondering if this is some sort of an idea that he, he the, this is how he finds a unity, how his, you know, maybe he is reborn, he is, you know, returning. Um, I, I'm wondering if, I mean, obviously it's, that's what's symbolic of, but I, I'm, I'm fascinated by that. But my guess would be is that this is his own mind palace and he is going to mentally work out like how to work to how, because his body is shutting down his personalities and his head are going to learn how to work together to save the body. Therefore, you know, using that all together. And my hope is that they're introduced to whomever, if it's Jake Lockley or whomever the third personality is, I'm fascinated by, by that as well. And then, and then to see how this ties into, you know, maybe Khonshu escaping and like taking over the body again, because, because, this they have to survive this mentally without the Kanshu powers. So like the three right. of them are gonna work together. Um and maybe if they're a more unified front against like Kanshu taking over, they'll have a little bit more control um than maybe what Kanshu has. My hope is that at the end of this series, this is about Mark taking on the mantle of Moon Knight without being controlled by Conchu. Obviously, he'll still be an avatar for Conchu, but he won't be as manipulated and controlled as he was in the beginning and his personalities. There'll still be like buddy comedy, butting heads, because it's, you know, pun intended, butting heads, I guess. But like, um, you know, it'll be a little bit more um, unified. Without a sense of obligation. Like he will, as we've seen with with even Anthony Mackie, with, um, you know, with Sam, like he, he's, he needed to be ready to do it and to decide mm-hmm. he wanted it for it to really work. Um, I love that. I mean, I'll, I'll replace the word palace and say tomb because this episode's called the tomb. And I think this is a tomb right. for in more ways than one. 
So yeah, I'm going to say this is his mind tomb. And like he, I, I mean, it's almost, it's, it's, it would be really a, a just great storytelling if that is what, if they have to essentially work their way out of this by working yeah. together and they're separate at the moment, which is really fun to watch, but it, it also, you know, um, lends itself to a lot of opportunities to appreciate each other. We don't have to deal with mirrors and we don't, you know, we can just watch it. Sure. it it's going to be bizarre because we might have three Oscar Isaac. We know that is, you know, computer put on to the screen together, but, um, yeah, it could be really, really cool. And I think that Tauret, Tauret, uh, the hippo goddess, I think that she'll probably be hel- a help in this. She's going to help yeah. them, is my, is my guess. I also wonder if the idea that they can work together at the same time, the two versions of Stephen and Mark, I'm wondering if that is more helpful for their kind of participation and camaraderie and learning how to work together as opposed to like having to switch in and out of the body. Because I feel like I'm just thinking from like personal experiences that like, having met somebody in person and like being physically there with them and figuring out just from like social cues, like Mm -hmm. what does this person do? How does this person work? What are these person's strengths? Like you could even like, even at a trivia night, like some people are the music people. Some people are the movie people. Some people are the, the, you know, like you want to build your team with everyone who has different skills. And we've been seeing that over the past four episodes with these characters but i feel like these characters may have a easier time later on and we we assume that they're all going to still inhabit the same body at some point that it's much easier to flip between things like even on a group project like when you know and you have seen what people's skill sets are if that makes sense yeah i think i think he's i think the best thing you can hope for is that you can master you know, whatever you're dealing with in terms of your, you know, mental health and your, um, you, you, you find ways to cope and you find ways to adapt. And I think that if he, if they can, if he can appreciate all these facets of himself and they can whip between when they need to, and someone stands in, it's just, it, it's really, you really hit home for me when you talked about like the mind this is the last line of defense with getting sort of his mind right because up to now they've just been talking about the body. They literally have been talking about the body this entire time as though he's just a doll. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like, yeah, forget the body. Like let's get into the mind and figure this out. And that goes into the eye of Horus and that goes into just all of what they've been talking about. Um, yeah, I think that's really fascinating. And that, that is what I'm guessing is the direction that it's going to go because that's the only way that I see this working out and sort of um, a like a higher form of understanding himself and uh, taking on this mantle. If this is going to be, mm-hmm. if we're going to see Moon Knight again, we can't. You know, he can't be in constant battle in this way with himself. He has to be master of his domain, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think. Uh, for lack of a better term. So I think that that that's that's how we get it is he's put to the test and um uh and yeah, I mean, I just I only wonder if someone else is is putting it in if he's being controlled still. I'm wondering yeah. if Conchu's behind it. I don't know how Conchu gets out of the thing cuz he's in the thing. You shopti, that's what it's called. He's in his thing. So um I don't think he just gets out, but is Harrow doing something? Is Amit doing something? I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. So That's we'll see. It's good questions, absolutely. And um, it, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know because if we also think about this, like to me, the p- purpose of this TV show, in some ways, is just to be a secondary uh, origin story. The actual origin story of Moon Knight is whatever happened on that mercenary night when he was taken over by Kanchu. To me, this is his second origin story that we're getting to experience. And I'm hoping that in terms of like um, 
you know, Stephen and Mark meeting and how they're going to unify themselves in, you know, in that body and as a superhero where it's a little bit more like put together moving forward. So that's what I think they're moving towards at some point. And they're just telling it against the backdrop of this Arthur Harrow story. I'm curious as to why I'm with you that I think that Jake, if it's going to be Jake or some another, another personality is probably in the um, second tomb. I'm wondering why they didn't do, why they don't have that reveal because we really only have two episodes left. And I'm curious, you know, why we wouldn't get a little more time unless it's not he's not going to stick around for very long. So I'm kind of curious why they didn't just go ahead and do that. I mean, it, it. I guess it also could be, I don't think it's as likely, but it could be somebody else that connects this into the MCU in some other yeah. way. It could be some other person. Yeah, um, I, but I, I, I'm I, guessing I, if this is, this is his mind tomb, which we've decided it is, uh, it should be some, it should be him. Yeah, so, that's what I would probably go with. Um, so yeah, that was really cool. I also, I mean, I would be remiss if I didn't say that you know, anyone who had issues with the accent, this is kind of like he was watching this video uh, in his life. And that's the, I mean, that's the accent of Dr. of Dr. Grant. So I feel like he I wanted watched more, that. I wanted more, was it Tomb Hunter? Tomb Buster. Tomb Buster. Tomb Buster. <laughs> yeah. I wanted more Tomb Buster. Tomb Buster was great. Uh, there was some, I mean, the whole thing was just infested with awesome Easter eggs. Um, Tomb but Buster was, is absolutely something I would have watched as a kid. I know when it was grainy and that like cutaway were you like, this is a show they're watching TV or did you, what did you think? You knew. You know, this, I really have taken off my brain hat. My brain. Okay, yes. but, the, but the quality of the thing shifted. Like, oh yeah. I mean, I knew we were watching something and also not yeah. only the quality of the, but like the aspect ratio changed. The like, aspect ratio changed. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, I knew we were, but I, I was, I was wondering what it was going to be, but um, yeah, I, I definitely knew we were watching some sort of like weird VHS or something like like the Dharma yeah. Initiative. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, and and Harrow has that line like I think he says like uh, you know we don't live in the real world or something about the real world and the psychic world. They're both yeah. accurate, but it's just a question of context and yeah. perception or something. So like that's mm-hmm. another clue that again, there's nothing to say that what's happening right now is not real. Uh, even if it is in his head, but it's just, it's just the perception and, and the context. So it's all there. I think saying that this, that the the show we've been watching is happening. I just, I don't know how, I don't know how he survives two gunshots at the chest, to be honest. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm mostly concerned about. Like, are his mark know. dead? Or are we just going to get, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, Maybe but, another God will use him as an avatar until he gets Conchu back. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Tarawet's there, and that girl liked him from the tomb trial, so maybe people are looking out for him. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean, there's also the mind can, can the mind can heal the body, so mm-hmm. in, in a lot of manner of speaking, so maybe. Um, I will say that in an inner uh, executive producer, um, Grant Curtis said in an interview with TV Line that episodes five and six are going to, quote, blow your mind. There is a whole world of Moon Knight's history that you have not been able to watch in these first four episodes that you will in the last two. Um, So they've set it up. I just just put that ball on the tee. Can (laughs) they swing it and hit it? I do yeah, not I mean, so far, so good. None of them have been bad finales, but I'm I'm hoping for one that – it really like blows me out of the water but um i will say oh i once saw a play when we were in london i saw a play called the wonderful world of dissocia and act one of the play this woman uh is transported into a magical world from her apartment that is part um wizard of oz part alice in wonderland part like um never never land and it's a it's very dark humor um and she at the end and and it's very funny it's very dark it's a stage play it's a it's an adult stage play and at the end of act one we find out that like her mother is the queen and uh they need to defeat the queen end of act one it's it's like it's very fun and interesting and then act two is completely different you open on act two and you are in this uh um 
psych ward with her and you find out that everything from act one was just in her head and each and 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 family members come in to see how she is and um and then everything in the psych ward like there's a polar bear in the first act and she has a polar bear doll in in this one and like and and it, it, there's way more to it. It's way more layered and nuanced than I'm giving to you. But it's a spectacular play. I will never forget it. Act two is so drastically different than Act one. They like and and, and each scene gets longer. So it opens with Act two. It's a, like a a thirty second scene where the nurse comes in. The nurse goes out blackout. Lights up. The nurse comes in, gives her her pills. It's maybe a minute, and then you finally get to like the sister coming in the ex-boyfriend coming in and those scenes are actual like book scenes a little bit longer like so good that a little bit of this is what it reminded me of well of course also one where was i when you saw this play you saw this when we were all in london <laughs> yeah i i went um uh i went wow. on the suggestion it was at uh it was at the royal court um of course uh, and it was. i i just went and and saw it that's so wild very topical and i really hope that that is not i i I hope that that is exactly what they're doing but also not exactly what they're doing because i don't want to undercut anything we've we've watched but that yeah that's it i mean that that's the same with the buffy what i thought of with the buffy and harry potter and everything so totally no program here it is um it was just a really cool shift. I, I hadn't seen any of those production photos. Oh, and he has the program. I have the program. Well, the, the program, wonderful world of Dissocia. The program is the full script. Oh, wow. I bought it. It's incredible. All right. So you're going to analyze and do verbs on all of that and then put it on uh, Instagram, right? So we can yeah. all read along with you. Exactly. You're going to do a gonna, full script I'm analysis A full performance of this. Yeah, you, oh, that's right. Yeah, you'll do performance, and then you'll yeah. also do script analysis yeah, in the um, comments. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of comments because it's a lot of words. Yeah, that's okay. You'll figure it out. You'll do it. You'll, <laughs> it'll take a while, but you'll do it. Who needs to get married? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so, all right. Well, here we, will, here we are. We have two left. I'm enjoying it, and too, I love lot. Indiana Jones. I want to just go watch Tomb Raider. I want to watch Lara Croft. I want to watch yeah. well, Mummy. This also broke the monotony that I was feeling a little bit in the first three episodes. Um, sure. Uh, it wasn't just like uh, uh, he learns about like Arthur does something weird. He learns that he might have another personality. Moon Knight comes out for two seconds. We're still on the trail of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. This one was like – this one just like gave me everything that I wanted and more and I'm very excited for the next two. And, th- you know, like – we're in the heyday of Marvel right now. We're getting this. We're getting the two we talked about the earlier, Doctor Strange 2 and uh, Thor. And then, of course, like the, num- my, the number one thing I'm excited for all year is coming, Mr. Mr. Kenobi. Mr. Kenobi. We're also getting Ms. Marvel and She-Hulk. So I there's know. a lot this year. Um, I also wanted to say, if I can remember. Oh, not to talk about Severance. And I will not talk about Severance every episode, I promise. But... Like Severance, I think this episode, this show is going to be really fun to rewatch when we know all the answers because we'll probably mm. see so many cool clues along the way. And we'll Definitely. be like, why didn't we see it then? So I like that they're making a show that's like that because those things yeah. just reap rewards every time you watch it. Also, I'm wondering at the very beginning, it started upside down with, excuse me, with uh, the yes, Egyptian god and then it flips that. and mm-hmm. we see all the, go- every god that they've been putting um, that they've been banishing, and I'm wondering if the idea is to banish all of the gods, so the only they're the only ones left. So I don't yeah, know. I mean they love they love to put you off balance with those shots at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Me too. Well, nerds, it's just going to be you and me and the open road. So we hope you'll join us next week when we dive into the penultimate episode of Moon Knight on Disney Plus. Make sure to join us in the Nerdverse by following on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at the Nerdverse Pod. Be sure to blast over and subscribe to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on things like Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts, and rate and review us there. As a small universe and a multiverse of other Nerdverses, the reviews are super important for us to grow. So thank you all so much for listening. Keep telling all your nerdy friends about us. And remember, you can't save anyone who won't save themselves. Um, I know we're giving these episodes eights, but I would give this one a nine. Oh, 
just when we take away our grading, you have a new one. I'm just saying, asterisk. It's true. It's true. I probably would give this one a higher one, too. Just for the sheer... At the yeah. end, because I was like, what is happening? Yeah, totally. But it is, um, yeah, it's probably the best one And so if far. you notice in the credits, the moons are getting bigger. Oh, I did not notice that, Brian. Look at you watching the credits again. I always watch the credits. Yeah, well, you didn't catch the scarab thing. No, I, I guess I didn't watch it as carefully. I guess you didn't watch it at all. 